Brought to you by The Book Exchange. Use code BX4FINAL4 to save 25% in store or online at bookexchangewv.com. Recorded live in Morgantown, West by God, Virginia, and across the world with your hosts, Kevin Jones, John Flowers, and our lovely co-host, Ashley. This is the Final Forecast Podcast. Welcome back to the second part of our two-part interview with new WVU Athletic Director, Ren Baker. Let us know you're listening by tweeting us at Final Forecast. Oh, this is my, my, my line of expertise here is the entertainment. Uh, you haven't been here long. You haven't been to like the foot. I don't think you've been to a football game at WVU. Listen, the answer to this already yes. I know you want to participate in the shopping cart game. Uh, <laughs> And, and, and so, like next next game, like you just need to come out and do it. I mean, I Look, I know that. I, this I, is great. This is great. I, I, he I, was would not, I would probably I would probably push the shopping carts down the court or something <laughs> like that. I'm not sure. There's nothing wrong with the shopping cart shootout. It's just been around for 30 years, and I get it. It's been around for a long time. They do it every single game, and it's just redundant. You know what I mean? And I get like people don't like change and you're from the south you know what i mean so you probably know like people aren't comfortable with change and they like to see the same thing over and over again so where do you uh draw the line between coming in and changing things or just make upgrading and making things better and without upsetting people yeah um well i think the first thing we could change if we had you versus ashley in the shopping cart game we're not doing that. That's what the people want. Like, Dave, I, had a, she I would embarrass you, myself. If she beat you, you would never like you would never get past this. Like, Dave, I had a great idea for the shopping cart shootout. Then, like, I have the ideas. First of all, we need an MC. I mean, you for have ideas. I don't think I would call any of them great, but you definitely it's have great. ideas. Uh, so, so here's what here's what I would say. I do think it's important to um, periodically look at your at your game day um mm-hmm. and um i like i'll tell you um texas tech's done a really good job with with their game day experience the last few years and so i was talking to one of our staff members today and we may take some of our marketing staff with men's basketball to the texas tech game um so that they can see um you know what what happens there um mm-hmm. you know also um you never know with some of those elements how much of that is driven uh, by the advertiser and how, you know, how much they're, they're pushing for that. And again, this is a, uh, this is about revenue too. And so Learfield, um, uh, I think in total, we're getting somewhere between six and 8 million a year for those rights. We've sold, you know, we've sold those rights. And so, um, if you're paying for a, a, a halftime game and you want some, some don't care what, what, you know, it's up to us. Some say, Hey, we want to do, uh, this. And so, I at this point could have not dove deep enough into game scripting to to know, but that is an area that has have reported up through me at Missouri and Memphis, mm-hmm. and so I do. Uh, I probably do, you know, like compliance. They'll have to trip me out here sometimes to get my attention, but <laughs> those kind of things, like I, I I pretty well am dialed into. Like if the if we're playing a song on a PA and the band's also playing, mm-hmm. like I lose my mind at that kind of stuff. <laughs> right? Like, you know, yeah. <laughs> like like well, it's got to be one or the other. Um, but uh, or if it if it's a moment where we're really hype and we do something that just kills the the vibe, mm. I'm like, 
like, can we move this around? So right. I think it comes down to, to auditing that and also looking at what's going on. Like I'm going to be in Phoenix, uh, for a meeting. Um, and I'm, I hope it's at a time where Grand Canyon's playing. Cause I watch yeah. their games on TV. I'm like, man, these cats are like, they are live. Oh, uh, and so like, I want to, I want to see what they're doing at, at North Texas. We were struggling with student engagement and attendance. And so we actually hired a, a, a young man who started a student section at Grand Canyon several years ago when he was a student. I think they're mm -hmm. called the Havocs or something, but, nice. um, and he come in and we actually, uh, hired some kids that were students who are to be leaders and, and charged them and evaluated them on recruiting other students and teaching the chance. And, mm -hmm. and they were paid employees of ours oh, um, at, at North Texas. So I, I think it just comes down to an awareness. And, um, you know, one of the things I showed today in our all staff meeting, I was home, uh, over Christmas and I'm getting old because I, I watch 60 Minutes. <laughs> and I used you. to hate 60 Minutes. <laughs> right? And now I actually record it on DVR. So like I go home for Christmas, and I'm like, man, I got to catch up on these 60 Minutes episodes. <laughs> and so, uh, but they had uh, the cooking lady, Barefoot Contessa, uh, mm -hmm. was, on, was on there. And um, she had, they opened up one of her cookbooks. It was a brand new cookbook, and it just stayed open. And she searched all over and found a, a printer in Japan that had binding where the book doesn't close. It stays open. And then she talked about how important that was to her. And so I actually clipped that 30-second clip out today and showed it to her staff. And I said, these are the kind of things we, we got to be looking for for our binding. Like, we, we mm -hmm. got to find those little things that give us an edge. That Innovation. Make us shift. Innovation. Yep. Yeah. And, uh, and give <laughs> us uh, an advantage. And so uh, I, I think you'll see... Uh, not overnight, but you'll you'll see a lot of those changes come because it's definitely something that's on my radar screen. Yeah. Now, I, I mean, just definitely want to lock in this Ashley versus John shopping cart shootout <laughs> challenge appearance because I'm not going to let that go away. As just, listen, as just an listen. aside to the pleasantry, I'm going to hold you to this because I want him to fail so spectacularly in front of everybody with that because it's so it's actually really difficult oh no there is no it. way i'm gonna beat john in that there's just <laughs> it's it's a lot more difficult than you think because i tried it at uh up all night uh, not up mm -hmm. all night uh monday night lights for the freshman when we were there and it's it's difficult but you i don't i don't care it's fans. like it's like look i i, I lost that shopping cart shooter uh-oh oh no <laughs> <laughs> Like, <laughs> maybe, maybe we need to put more on it. Maybe if if John wins the shopping cart shootout, it goes away. Ooh. But but if Ashley oh, wins, uh, now now you got now. See, I like you. Man. <laughs> but I, I, my whole thing is, I think we just need people to come to games. They have to want to come to games for yes. reasons other than just seeing the, the team win. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Seeing the yeah. game. Like if you get people excited about what's going to happen if they know like oh we're going to just going to see the shopping cart shootout again and the cheerleaders are going to come out and they're going to do their little dance if they know that then they're going to be like i don't i saw that last week i don't want to go but if you keep them on their toes with something new something exciting then i think they'll want to participate and go more either whether we're winning or losing and that'll bring your revenue up right right well and it's even more uh there's no question. And, and like, listen, when you were at a place like North Texas, now we have 44,000 students, but we're in the Metroplex. Right. Mm -hmm. So you got uh, the Mavericks, the Rangers, the Cowboys, um, the Stars, the, the hockey team. Then you got TCU uh, over there. You got SMU. Oh, like wow. the competition was really, really fierce. And so yeah. like we were constantly trying to do different creative um, 
things and and so what we did we I mentioned this in the press conference but we had a we had wrestling at a football game we had we tried like we did all kinds of different stuff like I mean we were the only conference USA team we we brought Red Panda in all the time like, I have a love affair with Red Panda I'm like they're like is that the place like, I found out last night like she dropped some plates at Tul- she was at Tulsa and I'm like hey we got to check on her like my girl doesn't drop plates like that. Like, this is great she's been to West yeah. Virginia right Dave. She's a she's a hometown hero. She's not from here, but she's an icon. Mm-hmm. Okay, Vern, have you? I ever, could watch her every game. <laughs> have you ever been to a, a HBCU game? Um, I don't believe I have, but there's a clip of uh, I believe it's North Carolina A and T that you can find on the internet where a player fouls out. Like if you YouTube North Carolina A and T foul out, yeah. and um, they play a song. Uh, I don't. I, I don't feel comfortable saying it. Sit, sit down. down yeah. And, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, does like. So it's on my bucket list to get. Like, I I want to go to one of those one of their games. Like yeah. sometime when I'm not work. I've always worked in athletics, right? So like, yeah. like I'm an Oklahoma State alum, and they're always trying to get me to come back. And I'm like, guys, like I have games when you have games. Like I, right. I'm not, you know, I'm not able to to go to other people's games. But like I do want to go to North Carolina A and T game, and I want somebody to foul out. Like, no, I, I, I say that because the whole crowd's dancing. Yeah, yes. I say that because a lot of people go to the games not even for the teams; they go for the band and the cheerleaders. I yeah. suppose you'll, you'll hear that a lot. So, I mean, I, you should, you should I, definitely experience it. When I coached, so my wife is this way. My wife didn't grow up a sports fan. She's a fan of. The, West Virginia, because like we'll have the kids out to our house to eat, you know. And so I try and have every team out throughout the year, and um, and they get to know the 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 student athletes, and of course it's good for for uh, my happiness level when the teams are doing well. But yeah, um, I remember coaching, and my wife sit behind the bench, and I like I would be talking to my team, and I would like see her out of the corner of my eye, and I'm like she doesn't even know the score right now. Like she <laughs> she she'd be up there talking, head turn, like. <laughs> You know, and so like I'll play a game sometimes. I won't do this too in front of people, but I'll like walk into, you know, the AD's box or whatever during the football game. I'm like, what's the score right now? And my wife would be like, Yeah, I've been over here talking. I don't know. <laughs> well, that's 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 her job though. She's first lady, so that's her job is to that's make true. you look good. Yeah, shake yeah. hands, kiss babies. That's her job. But we we played uh, Morgan State in the tournament first round, and Hugs called a timeout. It's an HBCU school, and we were getting killed like the first we like it was like four to like 17 they going on a run on us so hus calls a timeout he's cussing everybody out and morgan state's cheerleaders are on the floor <laughs> dancing at the time and everybody was just looking at the cheerleaders while hus is talking <laughs> like no one was paying attention to what hus was saying so after the timeout he was <laughs> uh, i think coach martin at the time he asked me were you paying attention Oh, he was like, did you see that? <laughs> I was like, yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, so at, at uh, North Texas in football, a lot of times we play HBCUs, and I would always specifically ask, like, are you going to bring your band? Because, like, North Texas is a big music school. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Nora Jones went there. Lecrae, the, the Christian rapper Lecrae went to North Texas. Uh, Eli Young band. Um, oh, wow. Don Henley from the Eagles. Like, it's a who's who of, of all kinds of music. And um so like our fans really like the halftime entertainment uh right. and the bands and stuff and so like i always would want to make sure um that the hbcus are bringing their bands because some of the best bands in the country mm, there it is uh, i'd so, say our mar- I'm, I'm, the w marching band is really good like 
there's been moments where I've seen them out in the field making their moves and like making the state and all that. Like we do have a good band. My only complaint is that I think they need to modernize it just a smidge. I, I feel like we could we have an opportunity there. I'm just gonna throw it out there and see if anybody catches it. They, just they play they play really well. I don't know if the mm-hmm. swag is all there. You know what I mean? I don't know. Maybe that, and I think that's what it needs, right? Like a little umph, like a little yeah. modern whatever. But they're, they're good. They're, they're the biggest fans though, so I, I love the band. When I played at school, I loved our band. Like they. So they basically, we're asking: high. Can John be? Uh, can you put in a word with Guy and, and the Board of Governors that John should be the head entertainment czar at WVU? Yeah, I mean, you, you you guys need a podcast with the band director. Like, you can't be coming <laughs> at me about the band. Like, We're like, Ren, we expect Sheldon you Williams. to do everything for us. We're like, here it is. Let's go, Mountaineers. Let's talk NIL. Mm. It's a new day and age, man. I know if I would have played when we had NIL, I'd be a millionaire, be retired, you know, just hanging out. But how do we compete with these schools? My biggest fear is us being a stepping stone for players to go to the next level because we're in a good conference, but we're kind of at the bottom of our conference. So that's my biggest fear is them using WVU as a stepping stool. They come here, get paid, and then they take more money somewhere else because we don't have the most money. We know that right. you coming from Texas, you know that. So, I yeah. Mean. Well, um, yeah. So I, so I think there's two issues there and they're, and they're coupled, uh, but they're also separate. Uh, one is the portal. And so even if we didn't have, have NIL, mm-hmm. if that was not, you know, the portal would be creating, a lot of these transferring opportunities and um you know there's always uh there's always been transfers but making it easier to transfer and and i'm for student athlete uh rights um but i think we do them a disservice in some way because um john you know how you you play you know how hard it is and how many times like you probably were ready to quit and go somewhere else and you were mad and you know and now we made it so easy like you don't you know, people don't have to fight through those things. That's true. Um, yeah. And so just taking NIL out of it, um, I think there would be a little of this concern, even if there were no NIL, because, you know, you're always going to have Alabama's football is always going to sell like how many pros that they have. And if you come to Alabama, you're that's automatically going to move you up around in the draft and, um, and those kind of things. And so, um, you know, but to a certain degree, that's always been there. Um, you know, like the recruiting pecking order has, has always kind of been a thing. Mm. Um, NIL wise, it it is really hard because, um, there's so much misinformation out there. You have kids, uh, who are, who are being promised things that they're not actually getting delivered when they get to places. Mm -hmm. And I think you have kids and, and, and people around them who are saying they were promised things to leverage, leverage you that they weren't actually promised. Um, and so that's a big one because mm-hmm. they, they tell you that's what Marcus Dove told me too like never listen to what anyone tells you they made overseas because now I'm asking <laughs> for what they made and the team doesn't have that budget and I'll just look stupid yeah <laughs> well and uh you know I was talking to, to somebody who works in pro sports the other day and they said you know our jobs aren't that much different anymore and I was like well actually they are because you know the value of every contract mm-hmm. you have analytics that tell you what this position is worth and 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 what somebody who performs at certain level in this position would be worth. Cause that's all data that's in there. We don't have any of that data. 
Mm-hmm. And so it's completely guesswork. Um, so I think from an NIL perspective, um, you know, uh, we had, we're building a healthy relationship with country roads trust. Uh, there are other NIL opportunities, not a collective here, but, uh, mm-hmm. that just people that just do directly, uh, do deals. But I think the growth, uh, in, in country roads trust, even over the last couple of months, I mean, mm-hmm. they're, um, contributors have almost doubled, um, mm-hmm. and, uh, or That's maybe good. have doubled. And so, you know, I think just the fact that people see us working together, even though we're separate, uh, has been helpful. Um, I think Maybe, donors are uh, getting more, more comfortable with it. There's an ebb and flow. Um, mm-hmm. you know, there's a, there's a school in the SEC that, uh, was probably the most active, uh, in NIL the last couple of years. They had a really bad year. They had a bunch of players transfer because I think a bunch of people supporting their NIL efforts pulled some of that funding uh, back. And so, mm-hmm. um, you know, I like, I do think there's a little bit of this where this is kind of the shiny new thing, but mm-hmm. there's a bubble that's probably coming at some point. Yeah. Um, and so just got to stay focused on building it and making it sustainable and providing those opportunities. And I actually have been encouraged about what I've heard from um, Country Roads Trust when I compare it to other uh, institutions. Yes, there's outliers out there, but, but within the Big 12, mm-hmm. I think we're fairly competitive. That's good. We actually had all of our luck on our podcast to talk about the Country Roads Trust and it was very at that time it was the very early stages of it. I think it was early last year, Dave, maybe. Yeah, it's I think been it was almost this week, a year and a half. Last year because it's okay. celebrated a year today. Oh, then there it is. So yeah, we like right the infancy stages of it, we had spoken to him and I thought the ideas were great. So I'm glad to hear that now you know, you guys are working together for, for that because I think his ideas were were very on point to help. Well, and I always follow, follow up. I did an interview with them last week, um, and I've I've reached out with them and say, hey, did, we, did that generate any traffic? Did you get any new members? And, you know, like, I want to know. Um, yeah. You know, and so, uh, you know, because I, I really do, as, I, as I've said a couple of times in other uh, venues, I see it. I think we're in the business of providing opportunities for student athletes, opportunities for academic success, opportunities for them to grow as people, mm-hmm. opportunities for athletic success. And NIL is another opportunity. And so um, I, I hope that uh, our fans out there embrace uh, helping provide those opportunities because there are other fan bases that are doing that. And it's important mm-hmm. that we that, that we do it as well. Absolutely. What's, what's the difference between Country Rose Trust and uh, the MAC? So uh, the MAC is our is our fund that we raise money for a variety of things. It's a certain amount for scholarship. We try and, and fund and fundraise enough to pay everybody's scholarship bill, which is significant every year. Mm-hmm. Um, they also uh, will do uh, you know any kind of when we're raising money. So you have your annual giving, and annual giving is kind of what we ask you to give or what we require you to give to buy your tickets, get your parking, get those annual benefits that everybody wants access to. Then you have major gifts, and that is, hey, we're going to build a basketball practice facility. We're going to, you know, try and create an endowment to support X, Y, and Z. We're, you know, and so those are kind of one-time gifts that are more, uh, more major gifts. Somebody may pledge that over four or five years. They may put it in their estate. They may but it's not something that we're necessarily counting on for annual operating dollars. Gotcha. Um, and so you have uh, Mac runs both sides of, of that. Um, and, uh, and, and so, but that money all goes, uh, all, all goes 
to benefit the student athletes, but not directly to the student athletes. Gotcha. Mm. And Country Roads Trust is specifically for NIL. Yeah, and technically, Country Roads Trust is a separate uh, LLC. You know, I'm and so, um, so for instance, I can talk about how important they are, and there's other uh, how important NIL opportunities are, and how beneficial Country Roads Trust is, but couldn't use state goods. There's an NCA issue, but even if there wasn't, for for an outside entity to profit. Um, right. You know, like like you couldn't use state property, state money, state resources um, to help an outside entity like that profit, even though that entity is turned around and giving that money to our student athletes. It, it, you know, right. technically, they don't necessarily have to. So, you right. so you know, you just have to. There are rules around that that probably the general public don't fully understand and they don't true. have to really. What they need to know is that uh, there's a good relationship and that we're working together. That's that's good. to know. So. I see you sitting there with the black uh, West Virginia polo on, a pullover on. Uh, so I gotta ask, man, are we going to see the black uniforms back? Because I'm, I'm not That's sure. All. I'm not sure why they went away. I'm not sure what the problem is. That's this. This might be a new problem that you might have. Have you heard any concern <laughs> about the black uniforms? That's all the time we have for today. But I really enjoyed. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that was great. No. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so so uh, philosophically, um, I tend to err on the side of of uh, what of respecting tradition, but understanding that what what young people who who are current student athletes today want to wear matters. It 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 matters in recruiting. I was reading an article recently about what's influencing recruiting decisions. I was amazed at how high photo shoots are rating on up on kids decision-making process <laughs> really uh, in, in where they're going to go to college like how good the photo shoot was on their visit like Here, they, hold like, this national championship trophy <laughs> and take a picture with it <laughs> <laughs> um so uh so like you know my deal at north texas was we wore uh, our colors were green and white um but we wore black we wore gray and my deal i always said hey we're going to wear green and white more than we wear anything else and i promise you on homecoming we're not going to wear black like, you know, so mm -hmm. like, you know, and then other than that, like the, we, we let the kids wear what they want to wear. So, um, you know, I, I feel like uh, that we ought to uh, have some alternate jerseys without saying too much. I'm for uh, I'm for alternate jerseys if it makes if it makes student athletes happy. And I understand that within that, we got to be respectful of tradition. It's my, we had some pretty dark, almost black grays that were like a. Cole tribute at some point mm -hmm. and you know i've said i don't know why we can't do that you know agreed like, um yeah, so I, I think there are ways to accomplish all of that i mean mm -hmm. it's okay to say it was ridiculous to take away the the alternate uniforms you could say that too man <laughs> it's a new day and age man i'm always hesitant to criticize uh why i wasn't here but i definitely here's what i'll commit to i, I think it's gonna, i think it's going to be revisited and and uh john i think you'll be really happy uh, although um, I saw somebody wants to know if we, maybe it was John, if we want to have them, uh, if we'll have them this year, uh, Nike does not turn around uniforms that fast. So, ah. uh, I mean, but doesn't that piss Nike off? Like we're a Nike school and we won't wear, <laughs> we won't showcase Nike's different stuff. We only wear it to like, wouldn't that shy them away from signing another contract with us? No, I don't think so because they like, so I will tell you, so, you know, like Nike's doing some uh, football NIL 
replica jerseys now, mm-hmm. right? So those come out because everybody hates some some of the other brands. Um, but they're like, we want them to produce basketball. They're not producing basketball NIL jerseys for anybody right now. Like they got mm-hmm. so much business and such a dominant market share. Mm-hmm. Like, like they they really they don't care. Um, no. <laughs> At the end of the day, they care that you got the they care that you got the swoosh, you know. That's but it. they they don't get into the design suggestions like mm. like they used to. Yeah, now it's like, oh, let us let us let us take your money for these. <laughs> we'll take your money to pump out these jerseys. Thank you. Shout out to the Book Exchange, our one and only sponsor. <laughs> they have <laughs> all the WVU apparel that you can get. Uh, right. Get twenty five percent off using promo code. BX4 Final Four. That's BX, the number four, Final Four. Three years later, he finally got it. We love it. Yeah, yeah. I'm proud of you, John. I've heard great things about the book exchange. I haven't been in there yet, but I'm going to head in. I will tell you that literally I've, being being who I am and all, I love to shop. And I've looked around to a bunch of different places in our area that sell apparel. And the book exchange has some pretty fire stuff. I'm just going to say that. Some of their hoodies are some of my favorite pieces. I'm just going to just throw it out there. I do love the book exchange. Oh, I love to use the promo I, I, I told our guys when I got here, I try not to be high maintenance on, on anything else, but but uh, I, I am on gear. So yeah. uh, there's, there's, a, there's a term for, for somebody who chases gear too much, and I, I won't throw that out on here, but... Uh, it's uh, kind of, you know, it's kind of like it's uh, kind of like Missoula. He's a a shoe guy. I heard you're a big shoe guy. Uh huh. I saw the shoes. I, am. I saw the kicks the coming Jays. off the plane. Just saying. I didn't see him. Yeah. Well, you mm-hmm. you Jays. You in the Jays? Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I I mean I like all kinds of shoes. I got a lot of uh, Air Max ninety sevens and and Air Max Tailwinds. Those were popular kind of nice. when I was in high school and. Nice. Um, I mentioned my, you know, I was raised by a single mother, so I couldn't just go get like whatever shoe I wanted. Right. Like, she right. would try and keep us in Nikes, but it was like, you know, tough, the, the lower sure. end Nikes. Yeah. And, um, and so, uh, I, I have a considerable, uh, Jordan collection. What's, and, your, what's uh, your favorite Jordans? I have a pair of black Travis uh, Scott Jordans that I, that I got a few uh, weeks ago that, like I, I'm pretty in love with right now. Ooh. What number is that? Travis Scott. Uh, he's like ah. I'm not into what a... you young kids are wearing nowadays. So I don't yeah. yeah. <laughs> Friends, like I don't but use that's... Twitter, but I got sneakers that you've never heard of before. <laughs> that's him right there. Okay. Ooh. Oh wow. Them do not, black. Dave. Do Suck not show prices. Do not show prices. <laughs> <in this. laughs> So that's a mix of like no. business, business casual. So you're not the type of AD to come in. You here and cannot say, get those shoes for $150 now, but let's not look up the market. I was going to say, I, I, did you get I them? Don't want you get them did, you, me. did you have to get them off StockX? Did, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I do a little StockX and um, I mean, you gotta, a little goat. I mean, mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I pretty much always have bids on some shoes. There you it is. He has I love the bow ties. It. You have the shoes. I like it. <laughs> yeah. You got to treat like yourself, though, man. This is a tough job, man. You got to deal with Twitter and all the people on there, you know? The student, I spoke to Sack a couple days ago, and they asked me, like, the kids love that, you know, like, I love shoes. And so, like, uh-huh. they were like, how many pairs nice. do you have? And I'm like, I cannot tell you that because I have been telling white lies to my wife for several years. <laughs> like, um, 
And so like, I'm always telling her like, Hey, you know, I keep these shoe boxes cause that helps the value of the shoe. Like if I ever sell the shoe, like I need the box. <laughs> but what she doesn't know is like, there's really shoes in all these boxes. <laughs> Oh my That's god, I love this. She won't watch this. It, like she would have already turned this off a long time ago. She's not trying to. <laughs> there you go. So now you can tell. Now you can tell us. There. Yeah. Our listener yeah. Paul Hammercast, uh, he said, "Heard you're a sneakerhead. How many pairs do you have?" Because Guy has 6,400 bow ties or something like that. So yeah. Well, he's many? told us he can't. He's he can't tell answer. us because yeah. his wife. Uh, please the fifth. He pleased the fifth. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. You, you, he I, can't tell. He can't tell. This is it. Yeah, it's substantial. Now I, I recently <laughs> had to. Had to I had like I had a bunch of green ones, and so I had to get rid of all of those. Oh, um, and, and so, so and I gave those to people at North Texas. I said it was Aww. a lot of dollars worth of shoes, but I had like a lottery, um, and um, give them to a few people that wore wear size thirteen. That's and so cool. now I've been replacing it with uh, all 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 blue base shoes. So I you got the thirteen. That's a you have a pretty big shoe size too. So. I mean, I, I can't calm, imagine. Calm down, Ash. That's not. Oh my God, John. That's not what I meant. Dave. <laughs> <laughs> he's look at him. Look at his head. He's just shaking his head. Like, oh no. But nah, that's uh. I got some notes for your house that I'll pick out for you. I got a Jack and Jill bathroom for your daughter so they can stay close. And now you need a a huge closet, huge walk-in closet. I mean, uh, this house notes. needs to be cheap. Like, yeah, I mean, I. I <laughs> I'm trying to retire one day. Treat yourself, man. <laughs> it's a tough job, man. <laughs> he just needs a shoe closet. That's it. That's all. Yeah. Dave, any more questions I, from my bad? So we just got a few audience questions, no. and I, I think we're good. Um, so we had uh, one about the, the student section, which you kind of answered. But Country Roads 2 asked, the eye test probably trumps all, but what type of predictive anal analytics Machine learning is WVU incorporating to supplement recruiting for football and basketball. This can include outside vendors the athletic department is partnering with. I didn't even. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, there's a lot of different analytics and metrics. Sports Source does a lot of stuff. Um, football also uses Whistle uh, in recruiting, which really tracks more of the communication piece. Um, that's to a certain degree up to the individual coach, although uh, some of those companies and programs offer, offer uh, bundling for multiple programs. Um, but uh, I, I definitely am an analytics uh, guy. Like first thing I do every morning is check Ken Palm. Um, I actually check uh, Bart Torvik too, who's kind of Ken Palm, but he's weighted towards more recent results. And uh, so um, you know, I, I'm chairing this year the NIT basketball committee. So part of that I can claim is part of my role on the, on that, on that committee. But, um, so and same with football. I mean, when I walked in for my interview, I had a matrix that I had built in a spreadsheet that had, um, pretty much every analytic that you could have on uh, the big 12 football program. Oh, so, wow. Um, so like I am a little bit of a data geek, even though uh, I'm kind of a country boy. So like, you don't see that probably that much but uh you're good balance yeah yeah they have access to a lot of things um you know coach coach brown uh like he's kind of an analytics guy um coach huggins has people on his staff that i think are analytics guys i'm not sure he's he's, <laughs> he's, he's, he's that worried about it <laughs> um but uh you know i but each each coach it's kind of really up to them and their program um uh, you know and, and how they want to best use those resources i kind of hate because analytics reality, 
really. Yeah, the, the reality is if you have somebody who's not going to use it, like paying for it makes no sense. Agreed, so, yeah. Um, I always say the coach is the subject matter expert. They know if they're going to use it or not. Yeah, I kind of hate analytics just because, you know, I was the best shooter on the team. But if you look at oh. the stats, it doesn't really <laughs> it doesn't really show Here he goes. That, Here he so. goes. I mean, it is what it is. What did you say, Dave? Uh, so I promise you we didn't plant this one, but Floyd uh, WT3 asks, will John get a job in the athletic department? Is alumni liaison being a strong possibility? So is he in entertainment? I thought he was uh, wanted the entertainment czar. No, what I, what I, what I, what I can do, yeah, what I do is I just get all the alumni together, build those relationships, and foster those relationships for you. So you don't even have to worry about it. You know what I mean? They call me whenever they come to town. Hey, I'm coming. You set them up, hotel tickets, and then you give away you give away the tickets I was trying to sell. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we can set aside a few. I think we can make a few work. You know, but I'm making feel special. I'll have to talk to John sometimes. I'll have to ask him what Coach Sutton used to ask when guys would come up in the sun and they would want a summer job. Coach Sutton would say, "Do you want a job or a position?" And we don't have any positions, but if you want a job, we got we got some jobs. That's what Coach Sutton. No, nah, I think I'll be good at that. But right now, I'm, I'm gonna focus on the financial advisor this in front of your house, like a real estate mogul. I mean, right. My wife. Sorry, is. it's real estate agent, uh, financial advisor. Team GM, uh, what is it? There's like eight other titles that this guy comes up with, depending on what. Kind I, of I, I met in. your assistant GM at practice the other day. <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> of course you did. I mean, he, you no, know, he gave me a business card. It says assistant GM. <laughs> no. That, that is hilarious. Shout out to Greg Richardson, man. He's a. <laughs> He might be one of the hardest workers I've ever met before in my life. Like he's a great dude with a great heart. Man. I love I love Greg Richardson for that. That that story just made my day. Shout out to Greg. Thank you. My face hurts. Thank you, Thank you for telling me that. What a Greg, what a great Greg wrap Richardson. up that is. is any more fan questions? Uh, we kind of answered a lot of them through our, our conversation early, so I think we're good. Yeah. Oh my God. You want to Ren, you've been great. Who, can we please? I just before we end questions. this, I just want to say, can we please have you back? You've been one of the best guests we've ever had. I just want to throw that. I mean, out is there. this like the longest podcast? It that really you guys is. Have done? Yeah, it is. <laughs> we we've we've did a, a two-part Huggins episode where we just kind of chatted with him for like three hours. That was that is good. true. But you want to? Coach wanna Huggins still. is kind of low-key funny. Like he, he, like he, he'll throw out some one-liner. <laughs> He, it's funny because I was intimidated going into the interview with him, but having, you know, John and Kevin there with me, Huggins just opened up and he is so entertaining. I don't think anybody knows. He's a good The gems coming from him. It's so good. Do you remember when that guy just walked into his office while we were recording the interview and he was just like having a full conversation with him? The guy walks out and he goes, I don't know who the hell that was. (laughs) (laughs) That happened. Nah, but uh, Dave, you want to shout out everyone who asked questions on Twitter or participated or no? Nah? Yeah, uh, I said their names when I asked the questions, but yeah, thank mm-hmm. you if you asked a question, I guess. <laughs> Wonderful. Good job. Dave doesn't Here, like to make, pe- pe- make people feel special, so uh, I'm the big cheering sound effect. There we go. Thank you, everybody. Oh, there you go. Okay. We'll, we'll get that. All right. But, <laughs> all right. I think we've had enough of this man's time tonight. Yeah. I agree. We, we need to review Dave's scripts when we're reviewing game scripts because I just feel like. <laughs> Like the script that you gave John, like obviously 
Right, it's, it's, it's never know, a script. I, it's just to keep him on track, and then he just deviates like yeah, I never like a GPS gone wrong. He he does his own <laughs> path. This is this is me trying to keep it on theme, and then the number one thing I get from John is that's stupid. Like, everyone thinks that everyone thinks that this is an interview like podcast. Like, no, man, I just like to have questions ready. Conversation, like it just comes yeah. up. In, see how they ask the fans ask questions, and it just came up naturally in conversation. Don't throw me off what I'm doing, Dave. Just follow <laughs> me. Just go with it. This is the we'll kind of hostile. Live. This is the hostile we'll behavior we're on staff, Ren. Don't hire him. Don't hire him. <laughs> but nah, Ren. Uh, I appreciate you coming on, man. It's big time. For yeah. us, uh, Final Forecast. I wish KJ could have been here. Uh, I look forward to meeting you. Are you in uh, the old basketball office up there in the Coliseum? Uh, I don't know whose office this was, but I am in the Coliseum. So uh, the wood floors. No, there are the wood floors in the hallway. There are wood floors. No, it's carpet out there. Oh, okay, I'll find you, and I'll just stick yeah. around till you give yeah. me a job. It's right. So when you come in Goldgate, it's right by Goldgate. I don't know if you should have told me that, ma'am. No, he's because he's coming. He's coming. Yeah, I'm coming. So, like Dion. That, hey, that that speech was something. <laughs> I want to oh. know, John, if your coach come in with the "I'm coming" speech. What would be, what would you have been thinking? I don't know if he was telling them to get out. <laughs> like I don't know. I don't. I'm, I'm excited because I get to play with D, play for Dion. But are you telling me to leave? Do you want me? Or <laughs> I'll be confused. I would be. I would have been confused. I, 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 I watched. I watched the whole thing, and I was like, I was wondering, like, so are like the kids loving this, or are they like, what is, <laughs> like, I really would like to go ask those kids, like, hey, like. I'll, I think I we all felt home. that way because you can see it from both sides. You know, I'm like, oh, yes. okay, so he's like, are you with me? And then it's like, no, is he saying? You're not with me? Like, I'm so good. I think we all felt that way. <laughs> but speaking of which, uh, coaches, we have some great coaches, up-and-coming coaches, WVU alumni. Uh, <laughs> I think when Hugs, is, he gets ready to retire, I think. Should get an a interview at the job. You know, Darius Nichols, I'm, I don't know if you know him. Uh, he's a really good oh, coach yeah. at Rafford. Uh, James Long, Rob Summers, Frank Young. It's a lot of coaches, man. You got to. Yeah, Coach, Coach Nichols and I are following each other on on uh, Twitter. We exchanged DMs. Um, nice. Yeah, so like you know it. we got alums out there. We like uh, we want we we want to definitely stay connected with them. Mm-hmm. And I'm a hoops junkie, so yeah. right. How, how does that, give how me does, a reason? How, give me what, a reason to watch games at night. I'm all in. <laughs> what goes in that, to that decision, though, deviating away from WVU alumni and just giving other people an opportunity? I think alumni. if it's – yeah, I think if it's a tie, you always err on the side of alumni. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've always went and ever search understanding, like, we have an obligation to these student-athletes and, and to – all of the alumni, uh, not just from that sport, from the from the institution, and in this case, the entire state, to hire the best coach possible. Yeah. So resume. if that coach is an alumni, that's great. Like mm-hmm. because people are going to connect with them. They're you know they're going to naturally get more excited about there and give them the benefit of a doubt. But when it's an alum alumnus and it goes wrong, um, it also hurts worse. It hurts the, alum, right. the alumnus true. worse, and that's it true. hurts the fan base worse. Yeah. And so. Um, I, I think 
I think you have to be careful to lock yourself in. I tend to enter searches with a more open mindset than, than closed uh, mindset. Um, I just, I, that's always worked for me. I like it. I, I was ready to cuss you out about your answer, but you, that was a great answer, man. He's good, a right? Of, a lot, a lot of media training. training. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. But uh, my, one last question. What's a, a good coach to you? Like, is it based on a resume or how they can recruit or how they interact with the players, fans? What, what's what's the most important factor in in coaching? Well, I think certainly recruiting uh, student athletes in our program is is really important because if you can't recruit student athletes, then it's going to be a really tough job. I don't mm-hmm. care how good of a coach you are. Uh, or, or aren't like if you don't have the talent, it's it's really difficult. Um, you got to be able to develop people. Um, I it's amazing to have had this job for 20 years. When I talk to coaches at the end of the year, I talk very little about wins and losses, um, even though that's an important metric, and I understand that's what the one that fans care about. I just believe that if you're doing if you if you have the right coach and they have the right tools and they're following the right processes that will take care of itself. Mm. Um, so I think the biggest thing is, are we taking young people and getting them better? Uh, are we getting them better as, as people first and foremost? Like I really do believe that um, developing the person first um, and the character traits they need to be successful is the most important job that we, that we have. Mm. Then developing them academically uh, and, and then athletically. And, um, and, and so, you know, I, I, I think somebody who can do all those things, um, they can't do it in a vacuum. Their mm-hmm. staff is important. I've had coaches before come in with the really good staff, lose some guys off that staff, and then not have the same magic right. uh, touch because they don't have the, the same staff or the puzzle pieces don't fit together. As long as John's played, I guarantee you he's been on staffs that where there was dysfunction uh, between the coaches. And you can always feel that as a player. And so, um, you know, like, so, you know, I I think that um, all of those things factor into it. There's only one thing that comes close to the experience of singing country roads together after a Mountaineer win at home. And that's telling your friends and family about our show. While you're at it, tell them to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Yeah, yeah, we Brent, really do. Thanks for coming on, man. Uh, yeah. If you need me for a house, I'm here. If you don't, it's whatever. You know, I, I'm here to help you. Uh, good well, luck with everything. I, I got to sell this house in Texas first. Uh, I got my girls are still they're still finishing school there, so uh, I'm I'm living life at the residence end, but uh, which is why <laughs> you know I'm here with you guys till nine o'clock. You know, I don't let it go till ten because I got my Chick Fil A order. I gotta hey. Before they, before they close. But, hey, thanks for having me. Appreciate you guys. Appreciate, uh, listen, I know you'd be doing a lot of things. I assume you're not getting rich off this podcast, but you're doing it because you love WVU. And so uh, we need passion and, and we need people connected to the university. Thank thanks, you. I appreciate it. Our lovely co host, Ash. That's me. Appreciate you. You weren't as wild today either. I'm not that wild. You're crazy. What is it? Sometimes you have to uh, listen to listen, right, Ren? That's what you said? That's right. You're crazy. Yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> Dave, shout out to Dave for setting this up, man. He's great. Yes, Hopefully we can get you, Dave, Dave back for TBT this year. We're begging him, man. So, Ren, he's a very expensive guy. He's he's basically the the man behind the scenes, and Ren's gonna help. He met the GM. That's all you. he needs to meet. He, he's assistant he to the, the assistant. He's assistant to the assistant. Don't say that. You have no idea. Please don't say that, Ren. <laughs> Are you Ren, you might have just ruined his any chance we had of him coming back by saying that. Thanks. It's all right. <laughs> Let Ren go to bed. It's it's getting on. But uh, this funny. has been another so episode of the Final Forecast with me, Jay Flo. Thanks for tuning in. All right, I'm stopping. <laughs>